Welcome to the Amanda Rollard Show, where we work together to support abundant living in all areas of your life, body, mind, family, finances, and community. Come join us and get your salt back. Welcome, everybody, to the Amanda Rollert Show and another episode of Salt Talks, where we support abundant living today. You know, we focus every week usually on a topic that, you know, where can we improve? Where is our abundance? You know, whether we're talking about our minds, our bodies, our families, our finances, or within our own communities. And I have to tell you, I have a confession to make today. I've had an epiphany about something that has just been something that I've been struggling with since January the 1st, when I made all these wonderful resolutions. And I was struggling to find the time to embark on some of these new adventures. And I just can't wait to share. So stick around for the Amanda Rollett Show today and for Salt Talks. And uh, let's dive in together. Okay, everybody. So welcome. Welcome to today's episode of the Amanda Rollett Show. As I said in the intro, I have had a little bit of an epiphany today with something that I've been fighting against for weeks and weeks and weeks. And finally today, I just rested and kind of tried to peel the onion back of something that I've been trying to accomplish that it seemed like every which way I was getting blocked and I was fighting it. The competitor in me, you know, was coming out. No, I will champion this. I will overcome. And at every step of the way I was being blocked. So I had to step back and ask myself, maybe there's a reason, Amanda, maybe there is a reason that there is a wall right now that you're running up against. So before I get into that, maybe you might find yourself in the same place. We all face situations that try our ever-loving patience, right? On a daily basis. In your world, the kids may be climbing the walls. Maybe you're stuck on hold with customer service and you can't get through to the right person. Maybe you were on hold to the very last moment and then the call dropped. Maybe your internet, wherever you were, was painfully slow and you lost a connection at a, the most opportune moment. Maybe something is falling apart in your world and you're just saying, why? Why today? Why me? I don't have the patience. I don't have the wherewithal and I just can't do it. And then we lose our patience. And you know, when I lose my patience, I just say, Amanda, go back to the end of the line and do it all over again. And this time, maybe you'll do it right. And you won't have to go through the test again. So I actually had one of those weeks. Actually, I have to confess, I've had one of those weeks over weeks over weeks over weeks because I have been trying to get to where I could devote and dedicate some time to this very important goal that I have had for myself since January the 1st. And I'm not talking about my guitar lessons. Yes, I do want to get to that, but this is even greater than that. I had set out some very clear timelines of some things that I wanted to get to, and I'm not making this stuff up. Every single week, whether it was in the things that I do every week, my constant demands, the work that I do, something just piled on. And I'm not talking about, okay, I have an extra task here for the week. I'm talking about my days filled to the brim. I don't know if anybody's ever been to the carnival. There's this game 
that we used to play when we were, heck, I think it was probably junior high whenever we went to the carnivals and stuff. It was called whack-a-mole. And, you know, you'd put your tickets or money into the machine and you'd get this kind of this big club that was kind of a foam club. And then the game would start and there was about, I don't know, six or eight little holes in which a fictitious mole would emerge and you had to whack that mole on the head. And the faster you did it, the more points you would rack up. I felt like from the moment I started my day, I had this whack-a-mole club in my hand and the moles were just popping up, 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 up. And all I would do all day long is whack the moles and I could not get to what I wanted to get to. And day over day, week over week, month over month, this was happening. And I kept seeing other people progressing in doing the things that they wanted to do. And I got to tell you, I felt defeated. I felt deflated. Sometimes I even felt a little jealous because I'm like, I want to be doing that. And I kept getting blocked. I felt like I was this person also struggling, you know, swimming up to the surface, gasping for a breath and just being thrown up a block of cement down I would go. And then I have to do it all over again. And I have to say that it started to affect me. I just started having a little bit of a patience trial. I was being a little negative. And finally today I had a breakthrough and I kept asking myself, why, why is this happening? Why am I being stopped from doing the very thing that I want to do? God, I know you love me. I know you love me so much that you want me to fulfill the dreams that I have in my heart. And I want to share with you kind of the epiphany that I had today is when I was having a poor me moment, that little message that came into my heart was, Amanda, what makes you think that you're not fulfilling the dreams that I have for you in this moment? And be patient, be still, and realize and appreciate the journey. And I'm like, dang it, again, you're right, God. Why didn't I see that? It's taken me over three months of me going through this and fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting for me to say today, I am going to surrender. You know that poster, keep calm and carry on? Well, I felt it today. And I needed to correct my attitude. I needed to realize that whatever I'm going through, I'm going through it for a reason. And maybe you guys out there are experience the same thing too. You know, sometimes we have all these aspirations. We have these goals. We have these things that we want to accomplish because in our mind, that's the journey. That's the road from A to B to C to D. And we're saying, God, this is what I want to do. And when it doesn't work out and we have to say, step back and we have to realize that sometimes God wants us to go from A to J, back down to C, up to S, down to E, and then somewhere along the way we get where we're going, but all the while he's teaching us. And so I surrendered today and I just said, you know what, God, I need to learn something that you're trying to teach me. So what is it? What is it that I need to slow down? What is it that I need to keep calm and carry on? What is it that you're trying to teach me? So a couple things came to mind and there's some great verses great scriptures out there. And so I thought I'd share a few with you. They may resonate with you. You may know them. But for me today, this was my message loud and clear. So the first one, there's Proverbs 15, 18, which says, hot tempers cause arguments, but patience brings peace. 
And I can tell you, I had gotten so angry at times that I was not able to do the things that I wanted to do. I was frustrated. I was angry. And sometimes when you're frustrated and angry, guess what? We don't make the best decisions. We're not very nice to be around. And my stinking thinking needed to be corrected. So I'm thinking, okay, that's a good one, God. You got my interest peaked and I need to be patient because there is peace in patience. And then there's another scripture from Ecclesiastes 7 verse 8 that says the end of something is better than its beginning. Patience is better than pride. And I'm like, ah, busted again every time. And this is me. This is not you. This is me. I know that God works and rap tap taps on me and my pride. So if I'm not accomplishing something, I get frustrated and my pride gets wounded. And then I can't see the forest for the trees sometimes. I always say the next 50 years is going to be better than the first 50 years. And so I think the scripture was talking to me saying the end of something is better than its beginning. So my next 50 years are going to be my best 50 years. So patience is better than pride. Also, scripture, James chapter five and verse eight says, you also must be patient. Keep your hopes high for the day of the Lord's coming is near. Well, I know that this was speaking to me because every day when the negative was happening and another anvil would drop. You know, it's almost like I was carrying a plate and another plate and another plate and another plate. And my plate, literally, I'm not kidding you, it was stacked to the moon. And every time I take a plate off and accomplish it, another, you know, two or three plates would come in its place. And I kept thinking, why? I cannot understand this. This is an unbelievably challenging time in my life. And instead of being grateful for the plates and looking at them as a buffet of items that God was trying to give me, to teach me, to grow me, to challenge me, to prune me, to make me a better me, all I wanted to do was get rid of the plate. Get away, get away, get away, move, 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 move. And listen, nobody likes change. Nobody likes to be grown. Who wants to get pruned on anything? But I have to remind myself. You know, when I watch the Bobby dude prune the rose bushes out every spring, and I always think, gosh, he just cut them way back so much. He took all those vines off. But every single year, they come back more beautiful, more full, with more blooms and more buds as the year before. And I got to remind myself, sometimes I need to be pruned too. Maybe you're out there thinking, uh, Nobody wants to be pruned, but maybe I need to be pruned as well because I'm going to come out better, more beautiful, more blooms, more buds. I'm going to be more of a help to others than a hindrance to myself and others. And then God put this scripture in front of me, which has been my go-to scripture for, I can't even tell you how many years. And for some reason, I wasn't seeing the forest for the trees or remembering it as I should have in these last three months that have been so challenging for me. It's actually Philippians 4 and verse 6. And it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. You know, this is so powerful in so many ways, and I'm going to break it apart. 
every single time in my past, when I have met a challenge, I've gone to this verse. Do not be anxious about anything. That's all I've been doing since January the 1st. I've been anxious that I haven't been able to get to the things that I wanted to get to. So that anxiousness has caused me to behave in certain ways, feel things about certain ways, and actually probably just done disservice to my mind, my body, the way I've responded. That's not healthy. That's not good. So do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, not in almost everything, in everything, by prayer and supplication. So what does that mean? By prayer, asking, supplication, petitioning with, here's the big word, here's the kicker, here's the word you don't want to miss because here's where we always fall off the wagon. By prayer and petition with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Okay. I got to remind ourselves, remember when we talked to goals in one of our earliest episodes and Bricky Poo was with us. And every single time I've made a goal in my life, you know, I've made it in present tense. We've actually done the work of the work. And, you know, I always said, thank you, God, for it is so every single time that I've asked for something, I've always said, thank you, God. Thank you for giving me this. Thank you for doing this in my life. Thank you for whatever. Well, I'd forgotten all that. I guess I was having just a moment in my life where I needed to come circle back and be reminded not to be anxious about where I am in my life right now. Do not be anxious that the world and the things that are taking me away from the things that I thought I needed to be doing were actually not taking me away from the work that God needed me to be doing. That was the priority. That's what I finally got today when I was having a fit, when I was thinking about a poor me moment. I'm actually doing the work God wants me to be doing right now, today, tomorrow, every day. And then when I learn the lesson, when I accomplish the goal, when I do the thing and he's ready to promote me because my pruning has paid off and I'm blooming again, he's going to move me into that next adventure. But right now I need to be patient. I need not be anxious, but through prayer and petition with thanksgiving thank him. Let my requests be made known to him. He already knows. It just took me a while. It took me three months of running into the wall. Don't be me. Don't be me. Learn my lesson and take the shortcut. Don't do what I've been doing for three months. You know, another one that follows up with that is Romans 12, 12, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation. Be patient in times of trial, basically is what it's saying and be constant in prayer, which is really kind of the same thing that Philippians was saying. So I just kept on, kept on hearing these things resonate over and over and over again. And I kept thinking, okay, okay, I'm getting it, God. I'm getting what you're saying. And then there is a verse in Exodus in verse 14 that says, the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Be still. That's the hardest thing for me. I'm going to be completely honest. I think my just very nature, I can never just be still. And I think that is one of the other things that God placed in my heart, that you need to be still and rest in what I have you doing right now. The hardest thing, especially for those of us that function in a technological world, we constantly have our phones. There's something going on, something to look at, something to you know Google, something to investigate, something to 
research, something to look up. Our computers are always there. We might always be in a meeting. We might be on a phone call. We might be busying ourselves about our life, our children. We may be at a ball game. We may be here, there, and yonder and doing all the things that we need to do. And it's taking us away from being still and listening to that quiet voice of God within. And so I did start this process and maybe, maybe, I'm just retrospecting here. Maybe I've resorted back to in my earliest waking moments that I just lay there and I put my hands, I cross my hands and put them over my chest and I have my gratitude moments. Thank you for today. Thank you for my life. Thank you for my healthy body. Thank you for all these beautiful blessings in my life. Thank you for my husband. Thank you for the Bobby dude. Thank you for my children. Our grand, you know, go through the whole gratitude list. Today's going to be a great day. I'm excited about my day. I'm excited about my future. I can't wait for all the blessings of today to unfold. Something great is going to happen to me today. So as I started to redo and do those things again that I know how to do, that I know to do, I believe that's why I cracked the code and I had an epiphany today. And the epiphany was simply this, what makes you think that you're not doing the dreams that I have for you, Amanda? I need you to be doing this work for me today, right now. I hear you. I know what you want to be doing, but I need you to finish this task for me. And Exodus 14, 14 says, the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. So I need to be doing the work that he needs me to be doing right now, today. He will fight for me. He will part the waters. I need to be still and dedicate my time to where I am right now. I finally got it. And then also Galatians chapter six and verse nine says, let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. So I cannot just stop believing in the future of the things that I want to do. But right now, don't let go of the hope. Don't give up on the dreams. Don't get weary and say, ah, woe is me. Forget it. It's never going to happen. No, no, no. Keep on keeping on. Do not give up with prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Make your requests known to God. But rest in the fact that it is in his time. It is not in our time. So do the work that he's calling you to do today. Do the work that he's calling me to do today. And be still and be grateful. And he will fight our battles. So for that, I was like, my gosh, that is something so simple. But I just overlooked it because I was having a woe, woe is me first quarter of 2022. And I'm telling you, so many wonderful things have already happened to me in 2022. 2022 is going to be our best year yet. I've said it. I believe it. And so many wonderful things have happened to me and happened to those that I love and that I surround myself. But I was wanting to go at the speed of light. And I think God is trying to slow me down and saying, yes, I get that. You're on your journey, but I don't want you to not get the lessons. Learn the lessons, grow. I'm expanding you. And in sometimes in order to grow you, I have to prune you. I have to prune you into the individual that I want. Yes, I'm the rose bush. Yes, I'm the glob of clay on the potter's wheel. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? If we can surrender and release that pride that may be in all of us to do the will and the work that he wants us to do every day and be in the present 
That was another thing. That was another epiphany. And I have to thank my Chelsea Blue for reminding me of that, you know, constantly. And I think we've said this many times before, we both have that characteristic to be futuristic. So it's one of our strengths in our strengths-based leadership. We're futuristic. We're constantly thinking about the future. But in the morning, as I'm going back into my gratitudes, I have to be so thankful for the present, for my present situation, for my present day. And it is a present. It is the one that's like wrapped up in a box with a bow. Every day, it's a present from God. Every day when we wake up, we should be so grateful to unwrap the bow and open the lid and peer inside the box of the present that God gave us this day, today. Every day is a new present. You know, there is not one day that repeats exactly the same as the day before or the day after. Every day is a present. Live the present. Dream. Move towards. Have goals, but don't forget about the present. And that's a note to myself as much as it's a sharing with you all because, you know, we all get in our Batmobiles and we drive Mach 4 with our hair on fire. And I am one of those. I love to live larger than life. I love to dream. But I also have to realize that literally I kept running into this wall. And I was trying to just make an Amanda-sized hole in the wall at the expense of me. And God was saying, it's not time yet. When are you going to hear me? Finally today, I did. And I realized He's teaching me something. So I need to step back, reflect, write some things down, understand that I need to be fully present today and fully grateful for the opportunities that he's placed before me to do the work that he's asking me to do in the lives of other people. And that's really what it boils down to. He is asking me to do some work in the lives of other people. And instead of pushing it away, I need to embrace it. And realize this too is a gift of mine and it's something that he's asking me to do before I get to do the stuff that he will allow me to do when I'm doing the work that he wants me to do. So I'm going to be grateful. I'm going to change my paradigm. I already have. And I'm just sharing the journey with you is that today I made a shift. Today I had a shift. I shifted my paradigm. I realized finally taking me three months, but I got it. I got the message today. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. He's growing me. He's teaching me. He's building capacity in me. I just need to be patient. Learn what he's asking me to learn at every step of the way and appreciate, be grateful for the present. So I'm challenging us all every morning in those quiet moments when you're waking into your consciousness. Prepare yourself. Think of yourself as pulling the ribbon on that bow, opening that beautiful big bow. And as the ribbons fall on either side of this box, you eagerly tip up the lid and you open the lid and you see the box. And the box is today. The box is the present. The box is yours and my present for today. 
And let's go make the most of today because he is asking us to make the most that we can today. He's not telling us we can't dream about the future. We're not supposed to have our vision boards and our goals. Absolutely. But remember, our goals are in cement, but the achievement of them is in sand. They're in God's time. Sometimes we accomplish these goals very quickly. Sometimes it takes us days and weeks and months, sometimes years. Are we going to quit on those? No, 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 no. But don't forsake the journey. That's where the growth is. That's where the change is. And that's where the shift comes to build us into that person that can accept and grow into that person that we're dreaming to be. Because if we don't learn the lessons and we don't build ourselves and build our capacity, when we get to that goal, we'll still be the same person and we won't be able to sustain that goal. We won't be able to live in that abundance that he has for us because we didn't expand ourselves along the journey. We didn't grow along the way. And he wants that for all of us. I wanted to share this epiphany that I had and share with you that I had to correct a little bit of stinking thinking that I was having because I just wasn't seeing something come to fruition fast enough for me. And that's okay. I learned the lesson today. So I just wanted to leave you all with that thought. Enjoy the present, still dream and plan for the future, but it's okay to be pruned because we're all going to come out more beautiful. We're all going to come out blooming a little bit prettier, larger blossoms because we've increased ourselves. So then when we do reach those goals, we'll be able to rest in that new level of accomplishment. And then we can see farther down the road and we can see more growth, more abundance. So thank you so much for joining me today for another episode of the Amanda Rollert Show. I thank you so much. I wish you the very best and the most blessed rest of your week. And join us again next time for another episode of the Amanda Rollett Show, where we support abundant living today. As always, we're searching for salt, passion in our lives that we can understand, that we can help, that we can impart on other people, whether we're increasing in wisdom for our minds, our bodies, our families, our finances, our community. Have a great week, everybody. Go find your salt. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Amanda Rollard Show, a podcast to get your salt back. Share this episode with a friend and tag us on Instagram. See you next time.